Hey, Rob Bradford here. I have set out on a mission with my good friends at FanDuel to prove what I have known for some time. Baseball isn't boring. Now I have a daily podcast to prove it with some of the most notable people in the baseball world screaming baseball isn't boring from the mountaintops or at least agreeing to come on our show. Players, managers, GMs, and yes, even the commissioner of baseball, Rob Manfred. It has been a constant wave of baseball's most powerful voices. So join the revolution. Subscribe and soak in baseball isn't boring. Listen on your Odyssey app or wherever you get your podcasts. You'll be glad you did. Worried about letting someone else pick out the perfect avocado for your perfect impress them on the third date guacamole? Well, good thing Instacart shoppers are as picky as you are. They find ripe avocados like it's their guac on the line. They are milk expiration date detectives. They bag eggs like the 12 precious pieces of cargo they are. So let Instacart shoppers overthink your groceries so that you can overthink what you'll wear on that third date. Download the Instacart app to get free delivery on your first three orders while supplies last. Minimum $10 per order. Additional terms apply. Now it's time for three good things. One, two, three. Tell me something good. Radio was my very first passion. Well, besides the Buffalo Bills. And here I am today, still doing it. As someone commented on Facebook when I got this job, always the radio man. But not always. About 15 years ago, I decided to do something completely different. I found a new passion in the thoroughbred industry. And I jumped off a scary cliff, leaving a national radio career with no guarantees I would make it in horse racing and facing the daunting idea of starting from scratch. But I did it. I moved from L.A. to Louisville, and I went back to college, studied equine business for a year. Yeah, there is such a thing in Kentucky. It was fascinating, and I spent a decade in the industry getting to travel all over the world. I loved it. I was reminded of this midlife leap while roaming St. Louis this week. I met two chefs. Neither one thought they'd ever be a chef, but when the inspiration came, they jumped. St. Louis and Michael Galino moved to San Francisco. I went on this trip to California and just kind of got really inspired by just being out there and, you know, trying new things and getting out of this kind of bubble of where I lived in Brentwood and picked up and basically moved out to San Francisco and, and went to culinary school and, and then started kind of working in wow. some of the restaurants. Yeah. Yeah, that's an expensive place to pick up and move to. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. Well, if you saw where I lived. Yeah, but that's a great yeah. place to learn how to cook. Yeah, it's um, a tiny, tiny apartment. Bunk beds with strangers. It's, you know. <laughs> Bunk beds with strangers. That's the price of starting all over. Now Michael and his wife Tara own four restaurants here, and they hired Aaron Martinez, who grew up far from the world of fancy eateries. We didn't go out to high-end meals, or going to Outback Steakhouse was like an extravagant meal. You got an A-plus a on your report card, you know? But, uh, yeah, I worked for a chef, and he, like, got me to go to Europe and work in the best restaurants. I still have the bug, and I hope it never leaves. It's all-encompassing in your life. I know that bug. And so does one Ron Ells, a.k.a. Johnny Rabbit, the ultimate radio man. Johnny caught his bug early in life, and it clearly never left him. He's 85 and still on the air, on this program, in fact. This week, a packed auditorium at the Missouri History Museum paid tribute to Johnny. I was honored to speak with several others, including Peter Mayer, the retired CBS News correspondent, who's from Granite City, by the way. Johnny hired him at Casey many years ago. I know you'll agree, this man is a St. Louis treasure. 
honored, by the way, at the Rock and Roll Hall of Fame in Cleveland, Ohio. Johnny is a communicator who knows how to connect with audiences. He taught me how to do that and so many others. And uh, for that, we're grateful. But above all, he is a kind and generous man. He is. He's also modest, but he is St. Louis Radio. He started on the air 70 years ago at Tiny WTVM in the old Broadview Hotel in East St. Louis. He was 15. Oh, but this week I learned that wasn't his first time on the radio. That came in 1949 when he was 11. It wasn't a speaking role. No, he played the piano. I was asked to play at a station in Harlingen, Texas, where we were visiting relatives in nearby Rowena. For whatever weird reason, they were interviewing my parents about our visit. Not exactly riveting radio, but I recall (laughs) the song I played. It was Sentimental Journey, which in a way is what we're having today. As I was sitting there hearing all the stories about days gone by in St. Louis radio and TV, I felt full of emotions. Proud that I took a risk, leaving my first love and leaping into the unknown but content that I found my way back to the identity Johnny and I share, Radio Man, and grateful that in doing so, I got to cross paths with a St. Louis legend. That's three good things. Gonna take a sentimental journey Gonna set my heart at ease Gonna make a sentimental stations in the country providing unrivaled local coverage of their teams all in one place exclusive interviews with players coaches and team executives streaming live and always available on demand stay in the know with your favorite teams right here on the odyssey app 